Hi, everyone. This is Melissa. And Kate. And Lainey. And we are the The Louisiana Louisiana Ladies. We are so glad you are here. Check us out on Instagram at Louisiana Ladies Podcast and visit us online at laladies.info. with another episode of Louisiana Ladies and Lainey. Hey. Hey. Lainey's playing such an integral role in this podcast now and yeah. we are here for it. Here we are. <laughs> uh, we actually, so last week we had Patrick and myself, a married couple, and we have another married couple on today. So Christina and Chelsea, say the last name. Brutus. <laughs> Thank you, Brutus. <laughs> um, so quick background so that we can do like a quick introduction. So Christina works at our firm Mm -hmm. she is one of our tax supervisors which sounds horrible in my opinion yeah it sounds not like a fun job at all yeah everyone always wants to talk about it at school (laughs) how it's not a fun job or they want to talk about your job everyone wants to talk about tax right yeah that's what everybody you bring it up and they're like oh tell me more yes please Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) they're like so (laughs) i was gonna say something i was gonna pick on you hold on i'll get there in a second but, but really, our guest is Chelsea, who, and let me make sure. So is firefighter the correct term? I feel like it should be fancier than that. Uh, that's, no, that, that's I would it. say that's the correct term. Okay. So I think the difference in y'all's professions is that people probably can imagine what Christina does on a daily basis. But we really, us, us normal folks, we can't imagine what you do on a daily basis, Chelsea. Yeah, I, I get that a lot. Okay. Especially at like the crawfish bowls that I, I've oh, been to in the Christmas parties. I'm probably one of those people. No, it's cool. I'm like, oh my it's God, fine. you like go into fires and save people. You know who people. is one of those people who is Chelsea's biggest fan? Who? Julie. Julie. Do you know who Julie is? Mama. You just don't know the name. I <laughs> hey, Julie, to, you I got a shout out. My oh, my God. And she listens now. But, Julie um, got a shout out. She was yes. so funny because at the crawfish boil, she was like, when are y'all coming to stay with me at the beach? And then she started asking everybody that. I was like, Mom, we can't have this whole office stay at your house. Also, Julie, I totally uh, expect uh, new earrings next year at the crawfish <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I really felt special getting invited now. <laughs> well, y'all are the initial invite. Right. I, feel like, okay. I feel like as the night wore on, everybody probably got invited. Okay. Right. I mean, it's the crawfish boil. Okay, so little, but real quick, y'all remind me, when did you guys get married? Just over two years ago. In April. Chelsea's literally looking like she had to think about that. Yeah, I did. Because it's... But, so April of 21? Yeah, yes. so like t- the year of 20, 21, and 22. Or blur. All kind of like merged together gotcha. for me. Okay. So. Okay. Like I, is it was it twenty? Was it twenty one? Well, did y'all get engaged in? Tw- I remember I you telling me that 20. you. I remember Christina you telling me when y'all got engaged, but I don't remember when that actually. Because I remember I had just started here and I was doing like the marketing newsletter and I was like, hey, send me a picture. <laughs> it was in twenty one. We got engaged. And then you got married, like a couple of months after. Super yeah. quick. That's what I'm saying. This is going to be so complicated to talk about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because we had it's, already, we bought a ring. Well, she bought the ring, but we picked out the ring together. Gotcha. Okay. In October of 2020. Okay. They had to make it. Gotcha. It come yeah. in. Okay. And then her plan something. So we had already That's a had our wedding venue before we were technically Officially engaged. <gasps> and I even like made a joke and said, I just won't give it to you until wedding day. <laughs> Everyone loves that. How did that go over? <laughs> 
Not very well. Okay. <laughs> it, it was a joke, but I was presenting it to be very serious. Right. I was about to say, it sounded like you were kind of wanting it as an option. Yeah. I can do that a lot. Like, in my head, it's a joke, but it's like, I'm going to present it as a serious yeah. and go with it for a little while. Okay. See what people, see what the reaction is? Yeah. Okay. And she takes it, like, really serious, especially with Amazon. Whenever I tell you that I pay for the, the ship. shipping. Yeah. <laughs> so she'll say, like, how much was this? And I was like, oh, it was this amount and, and i paid 50 dollars in shipping in shipping and she'll be like what and you believe her we're not supposed to pay for shipping i mean it won't be that much but yes and she's i do like, believe her she's like you have to cancel it i mean i wouldn't pay 50 dollars in shipping ever you have to cancel it i'm cheap when it comes to that though and i'm always like i wait a little while and i'm like oh just kidding <laughs> she doesn't think it's funny though. okay all right but it, but it's, it clearly keeps working it does okay it still has its effect it does Rouse her up. i'm a trustful person I can see this about you, Christina. So, and you, Christina, you've been at the firm for four years? Yes. Okay, I've lost track of time. Awesome. Me too. It's the same thing. Because it was like, for us, as she was talking, so like 2020 was COVID. Yeah. And then 2021 was a hurricane, which was a big deal okay. with her. Yeah. And she like wasn't home at all. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So it really messes with reality. Okay, so let's talk about you, Chelsea. Okay, so mm-hmm. how long have you been a firefighter? Five and a half years. So to be like, I sorry. should probably stop asking statistical <laughs> questions. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. So about five and a half years. Is, yeah. is it what you've kind of been doing your whole professional life? Or did you do something before? Yeah. So I graduated high school. My dad has his own business. So okay. I would work for him. Okay. During like the summers and stuff. And then I went to college. And then I was like, oh, this isn't really for me. Mm-hmm. And I really liked, like, EMT and all that stuff. So then I just kind of just took a shot at the fire service because it's a little bit of everything. Okay. It's not just so, like, narrowed down to, like, one thing. So I'm going to ask. I feel like I heard that when you call 911, it's the firefighters that are dispatched first. Is that true false depends on where you are i had actual firefighters have to come to my house i texted y'all about the carbon monoxide thing and they're like um do y'all feel funny and no lie me and patrick had been like at a party the night before and we were like i mean (laughs) yeah we feel kind of funny but they're like go outside and we were like okay i guess we're not gonna i'm literally like envisioning you and patrick and the dogs like marching outside oh the dogs were by the way our carbon monoxide that when that thing went off Mm -hmm. our dogs were oh freaking out they They were were crazy they they were like you know like tucker's shaking yeah it's scary so um but no we were fine and it was from Mm -hmm. our gas fireplace and then we figured that out so so you all so you've always kind of been interested in I'm going to say helping people, but it's definitely more than that. I mean, this is like mm. putting yourself in sometimes life or death probably situations. Is that being mm. dramatic? Am I being dramatic? I mean, this no. is what I imagine. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's back up. This is what I imagine. Okay, so you're at the station. Yes. Do I have like a pole? No, that's... Darn! <laughs> oh, so I feel like... I feel like... What I'm about to imagine and what I... Okay, I feel like y'all, as the general public, yes, I know, Gen Pop. Um, watch, we don't know like, anything. Nine one one. I was telling Christina about a great show that was on after. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but it was about a Chicago fire. Yeah, stuff that. like that. Yeah. Okay, that's not what really happens. And yeah, y'all think that's what really happens, and then it doesn't really happen that way. Okay, so there's no like sliding down. No, we don't have poles. We have um, a ladder. 
that we come down. So you basically have to, but you still have to rush down the ladder. Yeah. I mean, um, I would, and it does, 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 does something go off like a siren or something to indicate y'all need to get your rear in gear? Yeah. Okay. So, but I'm not going to say there isn't any stations that have poles. Okay. Because they do have stations with poles. One of ours do. But it was um, godfathered in. Okay. So a lot of injuries were coming from the stations with poles. Because if you have a pole, you have a two-story building. Right. Or maybe three. Okay. I don't know how, you know, all stations are. are Are all stations in some sort of district, and that's how it's kind of like groups? Or are you part of a certain district, and you have, like, other stations that are associated with y'all? Or is each station kind of a standalone entity? Yeah, so we have St. John Parish. Okay. And then within the parish, we have different districts. Okay. So. um, Okay. We have two stations in Laplace. Okay. Which is, I'm at one of them. And then we have one station in Reserve. Okay. One station in Garaville, and one station in Edgar. And all of those are manned. And then we have, like, substations throughout the parish, too. Okay. So, so... so this is your this is your job. This is your profession. But mm-hmm. isn't there also opportunities for people to be volunteer firefighters? Did yeah. I, again, I feel like I might be making some of this up no, in my no, little head of mine. So we do have volunteers. Okay. But some of them come around, some of them don't. Okay. Okay. But believe it or not, they'll like pop up at random times. Okay. And it's like, oh, thank God you're here. Okay. Because like. So they don't have like specified shifts? Mm-mm. You okay. come as you want. Oh. So, but most of them will try to come for like big events that happen. So, like a hurricane. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. If they have time, because you know they have their normal lives too. Yeah. Okay. So, but. what is your schedule like? Hello, <laughs> Christina. You you can pipe in anyway. <laughs> That's what at, everyone wants to know. So, what is your regular schedule? If you had a normal schedule, you didn't work overtime. Okay, my regular schedule is I work 24. 24 so hours? 24 hours. Do you sleep? I do sleep. Okay. So that means 6 to 6, so 6 a.m. to 6 a.m., that's a 24-hour shift. Okay. And then we have 48 hours off. Okay. And then we come back for 24 hours, 48 off, and so on and so on. Anything in between those 48 hours that you're supposed to have off is overtime. Okay. Does that that you sense? sometimes have to work. Like, do you get called in? No. Um, I mean, sometimes you'll get forced. Okay. But if they don't have enough people. Yeah, but I know. And no one just... wanted to volunteer. Okay. So if you're doing that, then basically you're working kind of like rotating days. So like one yeah. week you might work Monday, 6 a.m. You get off Tuesday, 6 a.m. And then you go back on Thursday at 6 a.m. And you get off Friday at 6 a.m. Then you go Correct. back Sunday at 6 a.m. Correct. I feel like I'd wake up one day and be like, oh, shoot, I'm supposed to go to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's three shifts. There's A, B, and C. Okay. And so you're on a certain shift. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. So, like, it's it, like when you put it like that, it's like, well, that doesn't seem that bad. But I'm like, no, we're actually working 24 straight right. hours. And I, I'm assuming you sleep when you can. Yeah. So, like, so, like, y'all are office. So, y'all have all office equipment y'all can possibly have here. Yeah. But a firehouse is legitimately a house. Oh. So, you have all the things that you would possibly have at your house. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. That's a good analogy. I did not think of it like that. That is not what I envisioned. So you just add, so just think of it as a house, but you add fire because you have all the fire trucks and we provide. Right. You have extra equipment. You have more, you have definitely more important equipment than we have at this office. (laughs) Right. Or honestly, my house. (laughs) Yeah. Just look at it that way. Like we have washer and dryer. We have a fridge. We have a stove. Oh. We have beds, showers. showers. We have all those things that you would find in a house. Does every firehouse have that? Every firehouse in St. John Parish does. And I can't speak for other firehouses, you know. Okay. Um, So, okay, so so you go in. Let's say your your shift. I'm saying that right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Monday is Monday 6 a.m. Okay, so you show up. Yep. You got to show up in like uniform and stuff, or can you just show up in like your pajamas and be like, nothing's going on? I'm going back to bed really quick. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. Um, so I normally show up in like shorts and my fire department t-shirt. Okay. Um, sometimes if it's a good morning, I'll have my work pants on. Okay. And. That's normally what I wear. Okay. Now, if I'm just, like, really, really, really behind, whatever I slept in is what I'm wearing to work. Okay. As soon as I get to work, I'll put on, like, whatever. the clothes I need. Okay. So, at least a fire department t-shirt. Okay. Um, in the morning, I would say at least my captain, he's kind of okay with you being in shorts, but the moment you walk out that door, you better be in what you need to be in. Okay. So, But he's not, like, a huge, like stickler on on things within our house okay the moment you walk outside is the moment you better be in what you need to be in okay especially during like business hours right right so once it hits like 6 p.m it's kind of like if you want to be in shorts be in shorts but whenever we go on a call you need to be in what you need to be in for that call okay so so um I'm thinking of all these questions while she's talking. Okay, so about how many calls do y'all get in a 24-hour period? Mm, I mean... Or does it just, it like literally depends on the day? I mean, I would feel like weekends might be a little bit busier. Is that... So, I'll put it to you this way. You take hurricane season, you're going to have like a lot of like... So like for Ida, we had like a lot of like CO calls. Like like carbon monoxide. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm like I think I think I know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. From sorry, chemistry. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And that was because I of... felt like such a ding dong like calling the fire department. No. No. You did the right thing, and that was because of like a lot of generators running. Yes. And so I could see so, that. So y'all. So they came out and they tested. Um, I think we had two fire trucks on our street. You would have thought it was like our house was on yeah. fire, which I shouldn't laugh about that. But they they came and tested and like told us what to do, and they were very nice and friendly. Yeah. So didn't make us feel stupid, even though I felt pretty. Stupid, but no, I'm like, it's, somebody's it's gonna totally, turn this it's off. It's totally fine. It's okay. our job, right? Okay. You may feel stupid, but it's our job. Okay. So, thanks um, for the validation, Chelsea. Yeah, no, like, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Like, you called for a legitimate reason. Um, but yeah, so obviously, when Ida hit, we were like really busy for months. Okay, so you take it as a normal day. We're guaranteed at least at least five calls. Wow. At least five. I feel like that can be that's, a lot. No? No, it's not really a lot. Okay. I feel but, like that's kind of what I was expecting. Okay, but five calls, basically, that means you got to, like, get on the fire truck, mm-hmm. do the siren thingy, yeah, go somewhere. So, yeah. but, and, but I must, 
how much info, I don't know if you can share this and if you can't, just let me know. How much information do you guys get when you're dispatched? Like I just put, like, Look at that vocabulary. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah, I've never been more unsure points. of interviewing a guest in my entire life. Okay. I love how you look to Lainey for the research. Yeah. You're like, Lainey, yeah, you're going to know what this Dis- is. Lainey is kind of my rock on some days. Okay. Okay. So, but do y'all get background information about what you're, like, if, the, if something is on fire, I would think they would tell you. And by they, I mean whoever's, like, doing the little control thing or whatever. Yeah, so... Um, or is it, y'all got to go, it's an emergency, you know, and then you kind of don't know what you're getting into until you get there. Yeah, so whenever I said five calls, I'm going to just backtrack a little bit. Oh, go ahead. I meant for, like, at least the Laplace district. Okay. So not, like, the whole parish. Okay. But, I mean, it. some days it's, like, you'll have 10, 15, and then some days you'll have none. Okay. As far as how the calls are dispatched that's not in our control okay um so like you call 911 they answer the call whatever you tell them they type it up i assume and then they dispatch it okay and you were asking so there is a sound it's not a certain sound for every district right oh yeah okay yeah. And so that's how you know, oh, it's our district who needs to go. Oh, so, like, the plot station she's if at. If you're really, really smart, if you listen to the street, you'll know a district. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, I, but, I mean, I'm just thinking, okay, so you get, y'all get, oh, also, who gets, who decides, how do y'all decide who drives? Yeah, I wanted to ask that, too. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, almost every truck has a captain. Okay. And he has a partner. Okay. So his partner's driving. Okay. So where do, do you drive? I do drive. You drive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would know if you've ever ridden in the car with her. <laughs> oh, really? Have yeah. you ridden in the car with Chelsea? Yeah, yeah we were going does. somewhere and she was like, I'm used to driving the fire truck. Get out of my way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I drive a good bit, but okay. I also ride a good bit. So. Okay. Uh, so the reason I was asking about like background information is because I would think, you know, well, I'm, I'm making some assumptions. So, you know, like. A carbon monoxide call, I, I, you know, it could be bad depending on if it's been people have um, inhaled it for a long time or whatever. But, you know, if you end up pulling up to a building and it's just completely on fire, I mean, how do y'all know if there's people in there? Um, I'm kind of getting into the weeds here. I'm just wondering, like, no, just like how the, much, like how much preparation do y'all, do y'all have to have before? you get on the scene or do you guys just almost prepare for a worst case scenario yeah so i mean you always assume that someone's still in there sometimes dispatch will be like everyone's out of the residence okay and okay if that's the case you're still like mm, you take it with a grain of salt okay gotcha but you'll normally see the people that were in the residence just all like Hurt, okay. huddled into the street so you like go to them and be like hey is anybody in there mm-hmm. and they normally can confirm or deny okay um but still like in the back of your head it's like is there like are they sure yeah because you know? I mean, they, they might be in shock or whatever depending depending yeah. on what time I mean, of day you know is. how kids are they sneak their friends in the bedroom yeah uh window and all that yeah. stuff so um at least in the back of my head it's like you're telling me but are we really, really sure no one's still in there? But you always, like, double-check. So, and if no one's standing in the street, then you just assume someone's in, in there. there. Okay. At least I do. Okay. 
So, and I'm assuming there's certain protocol that you guys have to follow when, you know, whenever you're going into um, a building or a home that is on fire. Mm. What would be, is one of the biggest risks for firefighters buildings or houses collapsing? Again, I'm going from um, TV shows, Chelsea. I'm not sure if that <laughs> yeah, happens TV in shows. real life. You can you you yeah. can definitely uh, oh. tell me if I'm wrong, because you guys are equipped, right, to be able to walk into, and like you have the oxygen and stuff. Yeah, like just oh that that's weird. And uh, airpack. Yes, that mm-hmm. thing that you're wearing that's yeah. probably heavy. Mm. No. You used to it? You don't really know. Yeah. I guess you could say that. Okay. So I'm just curious. I mean, obviously it's a risky job and it's something that's definitely needed, but what would be the biggest, what's the biggest risk? Is it, well, is it the smoke? Is it debris? Is it just risky? Yeah. I was about to say, it's kind of a little bit of everything. Okay. It, it just kind of depends. So like, it kind of depends on like the environment. Okay. So, you know, if you're going to a hospital that's on fire in your head, you kind of know what's going to already be in there. Okay. If you go to a paint shop that's on fire, okay, you kind of know what's going to oh. be in there. Oh, so yeah. you kind of risk it out that way. Gotcha. Um, like explosions. Like fire can cause explosions. Very, <laughs> it, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's a lot of science yeah. behind this. Okay. Yeah, yeah so it just kind of depends on, like, where you're going to. Okay. Um. And that kind of goes back to, like, if people are still inside, it's kind of like the time of day, you know, at midnight, you should be in bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know some people, not everyone is, but your family should be home at that time. Mm-hmm. So so typically, um, if y'all get a call and it's at nighttime, you're probably going to just assume there's there's people in the building right. or in the house. So okay. if cars are, like, in the driveway, you're going to assume someone's home. So... I'm thinking order of operations here, which makes this sound very like technical is your first goal. So you get to a house, it's on fire. It's your first goal to get everyone out before y'all start putting out the fire. Does that also depend on the situation? I would never, is it kind of like I would never be able to do that. I'd be like, time. can yeah, I have a checklist so, please? <laughs> yeah. Cause so like, it's kind of like, you just said, like, you, you would need a checklist. Yeah. So I can't sit here and say, this is going to happen, then this is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, it's not, no flow chart then going on, right? It's like happen. a real-life situation. Yeah, it's like multiple things are happening at, like, one time. Okay. And multiple people are working on, like, different things. Gotcha. If okay. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that does. So, like, I can't sit here and say, oh, that house right there is on fire. Guys, we're going to do it like this, like this, like this. Gotcha. Because it's never going to be the same so i feel like communication is very important between fire i'm gonna say the team but i'm pretty sure that's not what what do y'all call y'all's group is it not a team Uh, no unit unit no oh i was gonna say (laughs) darn it um no i mean you can call us a unit but like we're like a dysfunctional family okay dysfunctional family yeah yeah so you pretty much are you on this you know if you're on shift you're pretty much on shift every time with the same people y'all are all on the same rotation Correct. It goes back to her saying A shift, B yeah. shift, C yeah. shift. So um, whenever you start, you get assigned to a shift. Um, so. How many people are on a shift at once? God, I'm such a numbers person. So at person. each station. Now you're trying to make me do math. So in your house. <laughs> we have four guys. You have four guys. Yeah. And you. 
or four including people, me. including you. Including okay, because I wanted to talk yeah. about you know the the yeah. demographics that we got going on here. Okay, yeah. we have four guys. Okay, total. Okay, in your house, but house. multiple houses might be dispatched for one emergency. Right? Is that correct? That okay, is I don't correct. think I did not think about that till you said something yeah. earlier, and I was like, wait, I think like it's multiple houses. Does it ever happen if there's like two calls at the same time? Oh, that's when things get real fun. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. question, Lainey. Well, I was thinking, okay, if there's four of y'all, like, obviously, all hands on deck, like, you're all leaving to go take care of the mm. situation. But, yeah. like, what if there's a simultaneous situation? So, in Laplace, you have four at one station, and you have two at, well, three at the other station. Mm-hmm. Um, the third guy, he's our district chief, so. Okay. Um, multiple calls. It's kind of like, so in Laplace, if let's say fire alarm comes out and then a medical call comes out at the same time, you kind of just move resources as you need to move them. Okay. Um, again, it's not really a specific like yeah. checklist, so yeah. it's kind of hard to like answer that question, but you just kind of move trucks as you see fit. Um, so, yeah. So they're, who makes that decision? I, both, I feel like you're just basically doing what needs to be done yeah. to save people and put a fire out. I feel like it's yeah, very it's, fight or flight. Like, you can't think too much about it. I was like, say, just my gotta, analytical brain, I'd be like, they'd be like, uh, Melissa, that we've already Like, you're overthinking it. Like, like oh, you just gotta yeah. go. And that's just it. It's like, just make the decision. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the decision you may make is going to be different than mine. But if you can justify it, mm-hmm. why you made that decision, it's like, okay, it's justifiable. But if you just yeah. say, I don't know, just because, well, that's not really justifiable. Gotcha. I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, whenever you guys, so after you are done with a call, do you guys have to go back and document it? Yeah, so every call comes with the item number. Okay. And with that item number, you have to go. Um, put that into a system okay. that we have at work. And you have to get like the times of dispatch, on scene time, um, and clear time. If there's a fire, then you put like, you estimate like, actually, that's going a little too far in depth. Okay, going down the woods. <laughs> so, okay, gotcha. I'll just give you three times. Okay. So dispatch, on scene, clear. Okay. 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 I was gonna have to do a follow-up question, but it has nothing to do with the times. Kind of, kind of has something to do with the times. I was just wondering, like, what has been the longest call that you've ever been on? And I don't need exact, but like, I'm just one. Like, you know, is there ever a time where it's like y'all are there for hours? You know, even I don't know. Mm, like me specifically, since I've been there. Yes, you specifically. Now you're asking me to do math again. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's like an average call? Again, there's no, no specific, average. There's, there's no, no average. like specific oh, God, like really checklist. Just... So like we could be there like five hours. We can be there two seconds. It, it, there's just like no like specific. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you, very, this like, is of course I mean, where she's being interviewed by some type A analytical people. I know who, we're all like yeah, we show we, up at we, eight. We leave at like, five. I'm like yeah, Chelsea. So like, I, I have, have a exactly planner. I need doing. to know where this is gonna fit. Yeah. In and my she's planner. like, I don't know. I just do what they tell me. Yeah, so, like, I feel like there's, like, really no, like, specific time. Like, it just depends on the 
the call. Okay. I'll just put it that way. So I would assume also that sometimes your 24-hour shift definitely extends past 24 hours, you know, oh, yeah, depending, sure. depending on the night. Um, I would think that you do have to have probably legally a certain amount of time that you're not on shift. You know, kind of like how pilots time out. You're supposed to. Got yeah. it. Okay. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Play the fifth on that. All righty. All right. Yeah. Well, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to... Uh... Yeah. Okay. Hey, gotta do it. Hey, sometimes you gotta do what you do. I mean, you're saving lives, Chelsea. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so you gotta do what you gotta do. Let me let me go back. Also, where where does one go get trained to be a firefighter? Oh, that's a good question. Okay. Good. Um, I was I'm redeeming myself. So, I mean, do you want to know about the reports? You asked about that. Yeah, I want to know. Like, okay, so I'm like, you know, I want to <laughs> we change went from my reports. Perfect... Uh, how long? No, I no, because I was thinking about that. I was like, we're talking about your job right now, but like mm-hmm. at some point, you have to be trained. Like, people have to be trained to do that. Yes. So we'll go back to the reports. I want to know about the training. Isn't it pretty okay. a pretty lengthy process? Because I feel like. I know someone whose boyfriend just became a firefighter, and it like took a long time. Yeah. So every everybody's different. Um, Baton Rouge is. I think they have their actual own academy. I think I, um, I, Saint George they have their own actual academy. Okay. That would be here in Baton Rouge. Those gotcha. are your two okay. people that are coming. Um, depending on where the lines fall. Mm-hmm. In general, there's um, it's LSU mm-hmm. Fetty. Mm-hmm. Whenever I went, okay. it's Feta. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had a whole like name name change and fire marshal like took it over or whatever. Okay. But you can go there. It's 14, 14 or sixteen weeks oh, okay. of training, um, Monday through Friday. You stay there and all that. You stay there. You stay there Monday through Friday. You wake up when they tell you to wake up. That is intense. It's like and a training camp. Wait, yeah. were you all together when you were training? Or did no? You'll meet uh, it was right after. It was like right after. Yeah. So it just depends on, like I said, Baton Rouge. They do their own thing, which I mean, I get it. I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. Saint George, they do their own thing. I get it. I totally understand it. Um, but for departments who don't have their own like in-house training, they send you like elsewhere. Oh, okay. So like, yeah. So you were sent somewhere. Yeah, I went to LSU. Um, Fed. Feta. Feta. Yeah, okay. No. Fetty. 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 Time. Sorry. 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 It's Feta now. I, I mean, went I can to barely Fetty. get what the firehouse yeah. is called. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's, it's complicated. Okay. So it's, it's a pretty rigorous training process. Do you have, are there like any sort of test? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the classwork is just as important as like the outside, like skills and stuff. Okay. In the academy, you have to pass both to pass overall. Okay. So um, you have quizzes every day, or at least we did. And then after so many weeks, you test for your Fire One cert. And then a couple weeks after that, you get your Fire Two, and so on and so forth. But before you do all that, you have to get hazmat awareness and hazmat ops. Okay. So any EMR. It's a long process. Yeah, there's lots of certifications. There's a, yeah, there's a lot you have to get before you can even go to the academy. Be, no, you can get all that in while the you're academy. doing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I think I would. I don't really work there, so I don't really want to say what I think. But like at St. George in Baton Rouge, you have to be an EMT. 
Oh, okay. And at the academy that I went to, they only give you EMR. Can you please explain the difference? So EMT is like, it's more advanced than EMR. It's just kind of like basic stuff. EMR is just like basic. What does the T stand for? What does the R stand for? Or are this just two different? EMR, emergency responder. EMT, emergency technician. All right, so there's a difference. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then once you graduate, then you are able to go get a job? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, sorry, Chelsea. You just totally stepped on your foot there. No, you can um, So, okay, so you go get a job. Do they, like, post their jobs online, you know, or um, the yeah. job fairs? We do have job fairs. Okay. Um, no, I've gone to career fairs, and there's all kinds of people there. Okay, yeah. like, the police are recruiting. Yeah. I mean, uh, police, state police, fire marshal. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we do go to job fairs. Um, and then they paid for her to go to training. So that's what they do for a lot of them. So it's not like, oh, let me just find an academy to go to, and then I'll find a job after. Is your You find a job you, usually first, and then they pay and for they you to send go you yeah. to the academy. That's yeah. fair. So, um you can, if you go to a job fair, you can get an application that way. Um, you can get it through Facebook. Um, you can see like the apply now and then whatever the flyer says, just navigate through that. Um, a lot of it's word of mouth too. Okay. And for St. John, yeah. Okay. Okay, so uh, let's focus a little bit on Christina. What's it like to be married to a firefighter? <laughs> <laughs> um, way different than I thought. I would say too because firefighters anybody police anyone like that it's just always such a revered profession and so you're just like oh okay awesome just gonna be married to this person who's doing this great thing and then it'll just be great and when she's home wow she's gonna be home for two days and (laughs) then you find the reality of like even last night so um I was able to go for her birthday yesterday and when I arrived, they were already out at a call. So they came back and we got to hang out for a few hours and I left. And then this morning I woke up and I saw at one thirty she texted me. I was like, hey, sorry, we got a fire right after you left. Mm-hmm. So she didn't sleep. So that's one of the biggest things. Um, and one of the things she actually sent me not long after we started dating of like understanding, hey, they might be off work, but also they might need to sleep half the day yeah. or even the yeah. whole day. Mm-hmm. So they're not really home. Yeah. Um, and so navigating that and being like, okay, it's totally cool if you just need to go chill out today, even though I want to see you. Yeah. Where Good for other you all people... for establishing those boundaries <laughs> early <laughs> on. Expectations. Yeah. Um, it was rough it, at first. Yeah. 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 Cause, Cause you're like, oh, so, I haven't seen you. It was so like new, right? Yeah. Cause she. And you had just started the yeah. position anyway. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. It was really rough. It was, it was tough. And I well, mean, some days still are, right? Well, so this is where, okay, so this is going to go, we'll see how we want to discuss this. I would imagine that, so, you know, some days we have tough days here, right? And what we perceive as stress, right? And then we might bring that stress home. And and Patrick, who was on here last week, can definitely attest to, yes, I can tell some days when she's stressed. I would think that the same thing happens with you guys. It's probably a different type of stress. I mean, I'm not, I, I. I would think depending on the scene and the situation, there has to have been, and we don't want, want to talk details, but like y'all had to have been on some scenes at some particular point that are just um, eye-opening is not, shocking, I guess, that kind of weigh on your mind. 
I would think. I mean, or do you just yeah, or trauma like, or do you as a firefighter have a different mindset? So, like, if I went into a burning building and somebody was like in serious danger and I could not save them, that would yeah. weigh on my mind. Just to be honest, I don't mm-hmm. do that for a living, right? Yeah. Nor am I clearly. If I need a checklist to do that, clearly am I equipped to be able to do that. So I'm just thinking, you know, if you get off a shift at 6 a.m. and Christina's maybe getting up ready to go to work, like, do, what, do, do you need some time? Or are there certain times that you need some time to decompress? Does mm. that make sense? No, yeah, Like, yeah, just because yeah. of the adrenaline and, you know, all of that. Is that what makes it hard? Or is it more just like y'all have kind of different schedules and trying to understand what each other's going through at their profession? Yeah, so... Um, let's see how to answer that. So where we live, it's kind of split, right? Okay. It's like 25 to 30 minutes for her to get here, 25 to 30 minutes for me to get to where okay. I'm going. So like on my drive home, that's kind of like me time. Okay. Essentially. She has me time a lot. <laughs> but I mean, whenever I get home, yeah, there's just like some days it's like, yeah. I don't really want to talk to you. Yeah. And like, I don't. That's what I mean. Like, not in a rude way, but it's like you're coming off of either something traumatizing or some sort of adrenaline that, you know. And that's kind of like. Could be a long period of time. I mean, 24 hours is a long period of time. I'm sure, too. Like, no matter how trained you are and how experienced you are, there's like still going to be a human element that you can't remove yourself from. And um, so, yeah, that, like, and I know that sounds weird because, like, how can you not want to talk to your spouse? No, no, no. Right? I don't think that sounds weird you at know? all. No, I, th- that's, but, that's really what I was going with. No, like, yeah. I just don't want, like, the public to think, like, oh, my gosh, she doesn't love her wife. I am not getting this. Look, no, I, go, like, I go home plenty of days and Patrick starts asking me questions. And I'm like, I really just don't want to talk about my day-to-day, yeah, you know? Yeah. So. But, like, and now that's what was probably hard for us at first. And it's like, mm-hmm. Don't really. T- I don't want to be touched today. Yeah, you know, and like, yeah. who doesn't want their spouse? You know, like, yeah. so it's yeah. It was a lot of learning, and we're still communication. Learning. Yeah, and like, you know, I'm still learning. I've been married to Patrick for seventeen exactly. years. <laughs> Every year you go within your marriage, you're still learning things about yeah. each other. So, um, ours is just a little bit more work because of what I do. Yeah, but I think we make a pretty good team at it even though we're at each other's throats some days. It's it's fun. I like to aggravate her. It's my job. I don't know if it I've ever... Exactly. And I, by the way, I don't know if I can imagine Christina getting mad. Do you get mad, Christina? She does get mad. Okay. So, you know how many times I've, had, I've been having a conversation with Christina and like the way she looks at me is intimidating to me because I'm like, it's just this serious look. And I, I mm. even if I say something funny, she doesn't laugh. And I'm like what do you think about this? And she goes, I'm just thinking, Melissa. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. I feel like yeah. Christina just always has it together. Yes. So that's, She never looks stressed here. I'll no. tell you that. And there's been times when she's come to tell me about, like, stressful situations that I, like, if I was talking to somebody about, I would be, like, probably You're pretty even-keeled, Christina. And she's like, it's all going to work out. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm like, no, it's not, okay? I'm Christina, yeah. no, it's not. <laughs> so... Maybe I trained her for this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just, <laughs> just yeah. Kidding. She's I'm just I'm, kidding. And that, no, I appreciate your honesty yeah. in terms of those challenges. And I think that yeah. anyone that has a profession that, I would say for one, the hours are not these normal working hours. You know, mm. that does add another element because y'all aren't always home for right. dinner at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming during Ida, you probably worked more. 
I, I feel like there was a time period like you worked for like about a month. I was, okay, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. like like literally you were at the fire. You were there for a solid month or close yeah, to it. Close to it, okay. and then like there was some days where like I was able to like come home and mm-hmm. see her, and then mm-hmm. I just go right back. Um, Cause like Ida, it I don't want to say it was fun because it wasn't. A lot of people lost everything, mm-hmm. but. Being in the firehouse with those guys and, like, working with those guys, it brought us closer. Mm -hmm. So that's what made it fun for at least me. Mm -hmm. Not fun for the people that lost things, Mm -hmm. but... It was a bonding experience. Yeah, and and that's what, for me, it made that part of it fun. Because everybody's here all together wanting to do the same job, help people, be there for people. And that's, for me, what made that experience fun. Um, yes, I mean, it's definitely, it's got, it's bonding. Yeah. I mean, you guys are going through some tough situations together. Um, but I feel like that also shows that you're in the right profession because you got the reward out of it and yeah. like you were enjoying being able to help the people and do your job. Right. I feel like I you're just, very passionate about it. Yeah. I just want to have fun. And that sounds really terrible. I'm not wishing anything bad on yeah. anyone. But when you're gone for so long, at the end of the day, I think as long as you're having fun, it doesn't matter how much money you're making. Yeah. In my eyes, everyone's different. No, I so, think that's a I, I think but, that's a great philosophy to have even yeah. if it's different than others. I agree with that. And you know, work satisfaction, you know, and doing something that gives you fulfillment. Yeah. You know, and I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, like anyone in y'all's position, I mean, it's truthfully, it's like a super unselfish profession. <laughs> you yeah, know, when you really so. think like you were there for honestly the greater good and to help people and to save people. Uh, and that's very admirable. Look, I feel like Chelsea's mm-hmm. trying to like, she, no, does she, no. does she not take compliments? Well, yeah, she always plays it down. I, was like, like, I feel like she's about to try I mean, to skirt around this compliment. Like it's no big deal. I'm just day. a firefighter saving people. Melissa, yeah. let's yeah. get real. No. Um, I mean, yeah, it is a rewarding job, but it comes with like a lot of like, you give up a lot of things. Yeah. And you like, Anybody that enters this job has to, I guess, understand that. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I'm not going to be home for every birthday. Right. Every Christmas, every little thing. But, and that's kind of, like, the hard part about it, right? Because, like, there's things that she really wants me to be there for. And it's just like, mm, that's not really going to work for me. Yeah. So, like, as rewarding as it is, it comes with a lot of, like. Sacrifices. And within our personal life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So people just see, oh my God, they're so cool, and we are. We're really cool. <laughs> Y'all are. Re- well, uh, Chelsea, and the first time I met you, I, she gave me a hug. <laughs> she gave me the biggest also, hug. Also, I have to shout out that Chelsea has a really cool TikTok, and like I do. some I've of been- her videos <laughs> pop up, and I'm like, damn, like they look awesome. I do. I've been MIA for a while, just because, like, you know. Whenever I'm home, I kind of just want to spend time with her and Bentley, which is our son. That's four-legged <laughs> creature. Mm-hmm. I have those. I have those. Yeah. Um, okay. So, but let me. So, in when you went to the academy, I'm going backing up a little bit because I was just want to ask this: What is no, the yeah. demographics in terms of how many females are? Okay, that's what I say. Yeah, that's what I mean by demo. Sorry, <laughs> I say demographics all the time with all my clients, but like in terms of just male versus female. I would still think in it's my part- academy. Yeah, there like, was there was two female. Okay, and I'm not really sure how many males. I forget how big 
how big our class was. Okay. But obviously there was way more males yeah. than females. Yeah. Um, but it sounds to me like you have a really good, I mean, obviously you have a really good house and you've got a great relationship with the, the guys that you work with. Mm-hmm. I, look, those guys I'll do anything for. I don't take no shit. I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I feel, I feel yeah. like they probably try to, like, pick on you or whatever, um, and you're like, yeah, no. Absolutely not. Yeah. Like, look, I don't they always see. They call her see, Queen Bee. They do. I don't always see. And rightly so. Yeah. I don't always see eye to eye with them and mm-hmm. vice versa. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, those are, like, my boys. Mm-hmm. And you don't mess with them. So I mean, that's family. You know, they're, yeah. they're family to you. So that's why I always say we're very dysfunctional. Yeah, <laughs> extremely dysfunctional. I kind of feel like the fucking Winkler families could be dysfunctional too. Okay, let's just be honest. Yeah, All right. Yeah, that's so. one of those things where like, I feel like I'm close with a lot of people here. Like Tiffany married us, and we hang out with people. But with her, it's really like you get married to someone in the service, you're marrying all of them. Yeah, yeah you really do. So. Like I know that if I called any of them, it could be, you know, 12 a.m. in the morning that they're gonna show up. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel like that, too, with to an extent with um, the police department, the police, police office. Like, I think they might have they might have units, actual units. <laughs> that might be that might be. I but like we, my, my friend Trisha, like, like she like, yeah, they have like all the wives or the spouses all kind of have a special bond yeah. um, in their particular so group, you know. Yeah. Um, but it is, I think sometimes that bond could also be because you're going through in terms of, you know, like you can talk to me about what y'all's life is like, but I can't necessarily really understand mm-hmm. it because my spouse has a day job, right? Yeah. And he goes, he can go to most things and stuff like that. So yeah. I was uh, going to say, even though you two have very different schedules, like Christina might relate to somebody else's spouse who might also have an office job yeah, and y'all right. can talk about those challenges together yeah yeah more like support Support yeah it just becomes a really big family they can just relate to what y'all are going through yeah Yeah. but i would say like all the guys at work love her and i try to what's not to love yeah i (laughs) everybody here loves her too (laughs) yeah this this is like my biggest thing with the guys at work and i don't know if they're ever gonna listen to this but if they do like they do piss me off some days Uh as they should because we're a family and i'm sure i piss them off right but at the end of the day, I really do, like, love them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of them take it to heart whenever I get on them about stuff. But it's like, look, I love you, but I we need. there's a job that we have to do mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to be mad if you didn't do your job the way you should have mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, that's just holding them accountable. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I still love them, yeah. you know. Yeah, and you would do anything for them, yeah. you know. And that's where, like... No relationship, work relationship, spouse relationship, whatever, family relationship comes mm-hmm. without conflict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So There's always going to be conflict because yeah. we're people. And once you throw people into the equation and we're all imperfect, you know, oh, yeah. there's always going to be some sort of a conflict. But, yeah, so. you know, deep down. I mean, I kind of feel like that to an extent here, too. We actually had um, a partner in, I'm going to get the year wrong, I think it was 2015. He was killed in a car accident. Oh, and wow. it McClint Joey McClendon. Yeah, so this room is room. named after Joey. And I've been very fortunate in my life that I haven't really experienced that level of tragedy in terms of death. And mm-hmm. it was 
heartbreaking. Yeah. Because you spend so, so much, much time. time. I mean, even us, our day job, we spend so much time with the people that yeah. we work with. And it's also pretty cool when you really like the people that you work with yeah, you know right um so i mean look i can totally relate to that i think that it makes any sort of in uh work environment um and the culture there just you know it it, it makes it enjoyable yeah when you're sometimes not doing necessarily enjoyable things yeah um but yeah so you're uh the guys need to they need to listen to this, Christina. Make sure they listen yeah, yeah. to this. I'll send yeah. you the link. Yeah. But no, yeah, I love I love my boys. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I'll do anything for them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else? I feel like I've asked 110,000 stupid questions. Yeah, I don't know. Just a lot with that. I mean, we had to do a lot of learning. <laughs> yeah. And we're still um, learning, as we should, right? Yeah. It would get boring if you weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Every day is a new day to learn something. I'm glad she has all those guys because when we first were like together, it would be like, well, why don't you talk to me? And then she would tell me stuff and I'm like, I cannot (laughs) hear any of this. Yeah. She, she freaks out whenever my nose starts bleeding. Yeah. And it's like, it's a nosebleed. Really crazy pair we have down. (laughs) Or like. Well, most accountants don't really like blood. Yeah. (laughs) To be honest. Well, tell them. Well, wait, hold on. Like, she'll be at work, and then she'll come home, and, like, the trash can's just, like, full of, like, tissue because my nose started bleeding. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just, like, it's just a nosebleed. I'm fine. I'm fine. because <laughs> she but, cares about you. Yeah, oh. but it's like, tell them what you, what you wanted to do in life. Oh, I thought I wanted to be a doctor. That's funny. I was like, because oh. I was like, okay, well, if you're smart, you become a doctor, right? Oh. You go pre-med. So then I did pre-med, and I was like, what am I doing? So I yeah. thought I wanted to be an orthodontist until I was told that you had to work on a cadaver. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no. Yeah. So The majority of my friends in college, like Aniko, who was on the podcast, all went to med school, and I'm like, y'all do you. Yeah. I remember when they were taking their cadaver labs, and I'm over here, like, in an accounting class. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I, whenever I found that out, I'm like, what? You want to be a doctor, but you don't like blood. That's funny. I mean, seriously. I, I, <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm with you, though, Christina. I can't do yeah. it. I'm, so every once in a while, I'll throw that joke in there. Yeah. But, so our relationship consists of a lot of joking, coming from me. That's okay. I so, think that's healthy. That's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, any relationship, I mean, I don't know if me and Patrick really talked about this last week, but I mean, you know, well, I did talk about how I think marriage sometimes is interesting, right? You have two people that probably raised different or weren't raised together yeah and then you're supposed to like share your life yeah and everything about it and it's like okay you know but you're also two individual Mm -hmm. beings okay so yeah it comes with some challenges and i think that um i think the work that is put into it Mm -hmm. is what honestly makes it special and there's some days that it is a lot of work Mm -hmm. as i'm sure y'all have figured out (laughs) yeah it is but it's I enjoy it. It's worth it. Yeah. It's fun to have that person. Yeah, that's the best way I could say it. Yeah. It. Whenever we told, whenever me and Patrick were recording last week and we told Lainey we were 17 years, she was like, that's scary to me. And I'm like, yeah, we've been yeah. together for 22. I think it's just because I've never met somebody that I could imagine wanting to spend that much time with. How long have your grandparents been married from Thibodeau? Um, I think they made 50. That's crazy. That's a long time. That's wild. I mean... Hats off to them, right? Yeah, yeah. Good. that's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to the grandparents. Anytime when it's like a marriage that's been longer than my life, that's yeah. when I'm like, yeah, the concept yeah. of this. 
but that's my goal in life to be them because they still look like they love each other yeah i mean i'm not in their house when the doors are closed you know it's just them but they seem like they still love each other. I feel like so. if they seem like they still love each other, then they probably do. I, I, I mean, I'm going to say this, and I won't say any names, but we had friends that got married, you know, around the same time we did. And I literally looked at them and I thought, they ain't going to make it. Yeah. And sure enough, they, they didn't make it. it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not trying to be mean, but it's yeah. like, yeah, you can, you know, 50 years, if they still seem like they like each other, at some point, that's really hard to fake in public. That's <laughs> true. You know what I mean? Like, some I people think about that because, like, I'm at the age where, like, a lot of people that I went to high school with are starting to get engaged and stuff. And it's, like, it looks like a race on social media and stuff. And yeah. And, like, all of y'all are about to, like, go through a phase of divorces in about 20 years. <laughs> like, yeah. I would ra- I'd much rather, like, not be in a rush and then, like, be with that person that, like, I actually could see myself getting old with. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I think there's a lot that goes into that, too. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more to it than just falling in love. I mean, oh, yeah. you can love people. Like, I, I love family, but sometimes I don't always like them. I'm no, not talking right. about you, Mom and Dad, okay? <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, <laughs> in general, in general, right? So I yeah. just, you know, um, I, y'all make each other laugh, you know, and y'all enjoy being around each other. And, you know, I mean, Lenny knows Patrick. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Am I funny? So funny. You're funny. I know. Chelsea's like, please tell she me said, I'm funny. She you texts all the to time with me. She's always like, that was funny, right? I'm funny. Yeah. So I, I also feel like I'm funny, and I don't know if I actually am, but I think I am, and I oh, crack myself it. up. Am I funny, Lainey? Yeah, I'm oh. funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I'll just laugh at that. <laughs> so I, I have a goal in life, and I don't know. I can't. I'm going to make him listen to this. So I'm not going to say his age because I don't want to be wrong about it. Okay. I call him dad now. Okay. His name's Bobby. Okay. Okay. Bobby. He's in his 50s. Okay. And I think he is funny as hell. Okay. That is my goal in life. To be that funny? To be that funny at that age. And the stuff that he comes up with, it's like, dude, how, like, don't you feel like funny people just in general are happier? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I also could just envision you in, like... Yeah. Hawaiian shirt, like, cracking a joke at, like, the family reunion. (laughs) That's, like, what I imagine. What's What's crazy is, what's very, very crazy is, he just got back from Hawaii. And, like, let me, like I said, he's in his 50s. And, you know, you think of 50-year-olds, it's like. Hey, hey, I'm not far. (laughs) It's just kind of like. I mean, I got eight years to go before I'm 50. (laughs) You know, like, you don't expect them to have. A personality of like, <laughs> God, <laughs> of like, of like a a kid, I, not a kid, but like, I don't know, someone in their like early twenties. Okay, you know, that's fair. like going toe to toe. Yeah, like a twenty year old. His personality is just crazy. But he just got back from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. This dude texts me a picture of a shirt, and Hawaiian shirt that he's gonna wear. It had his wife's face on it. I like thought, all over. It's just like. So you say in Hawaiian. Yeah. That's so it's funny. like, what? <laughs> it's like the funniest thing. And it's like, dude, like that fits you. Yeah. But like, I know a lot of 50 year olds who just, they're just like, nah, not him. He's just like balls to the wall and he's just having a good time. Well, it sounds like, like he I, has a good disposition and kind of like is loving and living life. He is. He's a, he's a good time to be around. And just yeah. the stuff that like comes out of his mouth. It's just like. Dude, how did you just say that just like that? There's, like, no thought behind it. So he's witty. Witty? 
I'd feel like that's what you have to be witty to be able to be that funny. Yeah. I, I will tell you, Chelsea, like, you know, so I have nephews, right? And I can tell you that whenever I'm in my 50s, they're going to want to <laughs> hang out with me because I'm going to be the fun aunt. I'm gonna have Life, to... Life's too short to not be fun yeah. and have yeah. fun. No, I, I totally agree. I cannot take and... myself that seriously. That oh, is no. absolutely exhausting. Right. And I, I think it's his personality is kind of like he's been in the fire service for so long. It's just like... It, that job weighs on you, right? Yes. So it's like, let me just be the happy guy. Right. Yeah. The funny guy. Because I feel That's like, like I some, aspire to you be. Know? It's just like, like the happy character. Well, we kind of yeah. talked about this one time. Like, I feel like, you know, we all kind of have options. There are, there are yeah. days where we have an option. Like, do we want right. to have a positive outlook or do we want to have a negative outlook? You know? Yeah. And I feel like when you make, when you take the option to have a positive outlook, ultimately positive things happen right. you know and and it projects on other people and it just creates a really fun environment mm-hmm. so literally but, nothing yeah. good comes from being negative nothing it's so exhausting. it doesn't and i mean look he has his days where he's just mad yes but like, uh, we, we all, all do. do he'll still throw a joke in there and i'm like dude you were just like po'd like two seconds ago and no, it's just he's crazy. You guys would have to meet him. Like he really is. Okay, maybe we might have to have him on at some you, particular point. On, yeah. All right, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> no, you can you can call him Bob. Um, he's actually Bentley's um, grandpa. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Man, Bentley. Yeah. This is, he, he's uh, I, he's got it made. I call him Grandpa Bobby, and he was like. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm Uncle Bobby. I was like, Mm-mm. you're Grandpa Bobby. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, Uncle Bobby. You're not Uncle yeah, Bobby. but then his wife is Aunt Stephanie. Oh, okay. So yeah. well, that that makes it as she should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, you know. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna wrap up. I don't think we have anything else uh, to discuss at this moment. I don't think so. Yeah, we're recording at the end of the week. Been yeah, and at the end of the day. And at the mm-hmm. end of the day. So, yeah. Chelsea, thank you so much. No, thanks for, for having coming me. on your day off. Hey, look, I love my Falkland Winkler family. <laughs> y'all are great. So, anything for y'all, seriously. We appreciate it. And, uh, Christina, thanks for – Christina wasn't sure if she was going to record. And I'm like, no, you were going to no, record with this. One. Yeah. So, anyway, Louisiana ladies, hope everybody ha- is having a great summer. And that's all I got. Bye. Bye. To the looties. <laughs> There's like books, right? For like the firefighter wives. Oh. So I don't know if she's ever like read those books before. I feel like she was saying that she's learned from your experiences. Maybe so. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna let's we'll um we'll come back to that discussion. <laughs> Married life. It's fun. We always understand each other. Yeah.